listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. 100.7. Oh. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the Goobinals Hills. I hope we pass the audition. KSLX. Yeah, There's the, the Beatles from the rooftop. That was 50 years ago today. It's hard to think of that as being live. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It sounds, and, it's so tight. It sounds like it was. And it was cold. It was right. 45 degrees or so in London when they did that that day. It's and hard hollow body guitars don't yeah. stay in tune in the cold. It's hard to play yeah. when, when that's happening. Yeah. I, you know, that's, uh, that was all contained in the movie Let It Be. Um, Which I, I've never seen. I, see, see, I saw that when I was when it came out in 1970, and I didn't understand it. I was nine. So, you know, it's, right. it's a lot of BSing with the guys, and you don't understand what's going on when you're that age. I saw it again when I was 18 in 1979. You know, the Beatles were, you know, you talk about all the things that they pioneered. They pioneered the rockumentary, yeah, too. A, yeah, pretty and much. And they did that first, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways, you can say that. I remember going to see it uh, at a midnight movie when I was in high school, <laughs> you know, with a, with a buddy who I played in a band with. And, and by the way, for you kids who are listening, uh, midnight movie is something <laughs> that used to happen because the movies, you know, they weren't first-run movies. You had to actually wait for them to come back around right. to theaters if yeah. you wanted to see them because you couldn't go rent them anywhere. You couldn't find them. Maybe they'd be on TV. And when they did come to the theater, you actually had to get up and drive to them. Yeah. It was and crazy. Then, and, and, and I know this would be tough for you to grasp, but every once in a while, you actually met another person there at the theater and interacted with them. (laughs) That happened also. Midnight movies, uh, for me, they were uh, The Wall. It was always Friday Night Midnight. The Wall or Song Remains the Same. And then the whole concept of the midnight movie was ruined by the Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) Or people started throwing things at the screen. Or heightened by that. Yeah. I remember leaving Let It Be and... uh, my friend was driving, and I was in the passenger seat, and he had a guitar in the back seat. So I pulled out the guitar. Well, and on, was, on your way home? And we were figuring out songs from the movie as uh, we drove. Look at you. We were so cool. Uh, I bet it you couldn't were. have been any cooler. <laughs> I, think, I always thought of the line, you know, the movie Fright Night, the bad Roddy McDowell uh, horror movie, Fright Night. There's a one guy in an evil Ed who goes, oh, you're so cool, Brewster. <laughs> That's exactly. I could totally hear that yeah. happening. No, we, yeah. uh, we actually eventually got pulled over and sh- we were charged with DWPG, which is driving while, while playing, playing guitar. guitar. Yeah. And then That's later they increased it to DWPGP, which is driving while playing guitar. Poorly. Poorly. Yep. So that's a felony now. <laughs> I know it, uh, but that's that's a good memory though. You actually did used to have to go to the theater to see that midnight movie, which yeah. is in its second run. Yeah, you know, so. theaters could be on their way out with the size of televisions now, the way televisions are, and the on-demand world that we live in. Movies that are going to right right to Netflix or right to Hulu. It's on. Well, then it's a terrible segue for me, but I'm going to push our streaming thing right now. <laughs> All right? Okay, then. And be- because we have Billy Joel tickets and Stones tickets up for grabs just by streaming the radio station. So use your Alexa. Uh, go to KSLX.com. Stream it that way. Download the KSLX app, whatever it is, and you'll have it on demand. KSLX. Ironically, the first line in that song is, just got home from Illinois. Well, then you can unpack your winter coats because it is... Frickin' freezing. Yeah, that's the big story nationally is that uh, the Midwest is in a in a the grips of a cold streak, a polar vortex. Sorry. Yeah, it's <clears throat> I lost my throat because it's so cold. It's negative twenty in Chicago and Joliet. It is negative twenty one. Yeah, it is. That uh, is crazy. Yeah, it's 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 damn cold out there. Uh, you can tell 
it's cold because they refer to it as a wind chill, wind chill factor when they're talking about the temperatures there. Uh, you can tell you live in a cold place when they say that, those two words, wind chill, and a warm place when they say feels like. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's 72 degrees out, but the feels like temperature is, well, it's that's the wind chill temperature. Here's a guy on the national news yesterday telling us how to stay warm. Uh, when it comes to staying warm, if you have furniture in your home and it's blocking some of the vents, you want to move it so the heat can distribute properly throughout your home and also keep your faucets dripping uh, so your pipes won't freeze over. So uh, just play it safe. And if you don't have to come outside, the best advice is to stay inside. Well, you know, here in Arizona, if your furniture is blocking the vent, it is nailed to the ceiling. <laughs> and we don't have to deal with that here. Uh, just a point here. Now, I happened to see that guy. That was from a YouTube clip. He's outside. Okay. Doing the report. All right. Why does he have to be outside? Because his boss told him to. And if he wants to keep his job, he'll go outside and right. tell us to stay inside. Yeah. yeah. He's got he's got the turtleneck thing. He's got the, the Tom Brady thing over his head. Right. Plus his snorkel jacket with his gigantic hood. Right. He says if you don't have to go outside, stay inside. And yet he didn't have to be outside for that. So if he doesn't listen to him, why should we listen to him? Well, I'm inside listening to him right now, and I'm thinking, boy, I'm glad I'm not outside. I didn't need you to tell me that. It's a crazy thing. He doesn't have to be outside, but I think it's just part of that weather thing or that news thing where you have to go to where the story supposedly is. Right. Even though he could just as easily say, hey, don't go outside. I'm inside. Why would I go outside? It's negative 20. Right, exactly. I, I, I have no interest in going outside when it's that cold. Yeah. I have no interest in going outside when it's like 60 degrees here. It, it, it is nuts right now in the Midwest. And, in fact, you said, I think, earlier, 75% of the country. That 75% of the, uh, yeah, 90 million Americans are dealing with it. And at some point uh, between now and Sunday, 75% of the country will deal with below freezing temperatures. Now, not like they're getting up in Chicago and Minneapolis, yeah. but below freezing, which is 32 degrees. So, you know, obviously Kansas and the Midwest and the proper plain states and all that stuff are still getting sort of smacked. This is one of those times when you see the... the uh, the the weather map and you see oh that's a beautiful color of blue and purple mm -hmm. and it never quite makes its way down here to the american southwest yeah 75 degrees for us today since we don't have to deal with weather like they have in the midwest and it's going to be about 73 degrees today the phoenix open is on they're doing the program oh, yeah. today yeah. yeah, which is always fun because you get to see some celebrities uh, play a little golf. I'm sure Alice Cooper is going to be some, there somewhere because he's a golf nut. And Bill Murray, who always makes his, uh, an appearance at these, these sort of pro-am things. Yeah. This is a big one, so it would be a fun day to go out there. And we always try to you know, uh, help you avoid hassles. Like if you bring something that you can't bring in, then you got to walk back to your car right, and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. So you know, just know the usual stuff. You, know, you can't bring your own chair, lawn chair, whatever it is. You can't bring backpacks. Uh, any, outside food. Outside food. Any yeah. any alcohol you have, obviously, they don't let you bring it in because they want to sell it to you while you're there. Right, same, exactly. same with the food, basically. So, right, yeah. uh, one of my favorites is uh, no laser pointers. If they catch you with a laser pointer, they transport you back to the 90s. Right. When exactly. laser pointers were a thing. That was a thing. Yeah, well, actually, they're still a thing, man. They were they used one against Tom Brady in uh, Kansas City. <laughs> you're and, right uh, about that. And that happened how many times? A couple, every times, a couple times a year, we get a story from Sky Harbor that somebody was pointing a laser pointer at a plane. That's true. So, yeah, so that still happens. Yeah. So don't bring those in. Hey, guys, I'm just curious. Can we bring firearms and explosives? Not this year. No. no. Firearms and explosives are definitely a no-go. Yep. Uh, also, no whistles, noisemakers, or horns. 
which means Kenny G can't go. Uh, Trevor Horn from uh, Yes, not allowed to be there. <laughs> yep. Uh, Joe Horn, former Saints receiver, right, he can't go. Yep. Chuck Mangione, Herb Alpert. No. Nope. Ha- half the band Chicago can't go. Dizzy Gillespie. Can't go. Not allowed. No horns. No good. No pets of any kind except service animals. Oh, well, that's yeah. like, you know, that's seeing eye dog, something like that. That makes sense. Right. And I don't want to hear any of your emotional support stuff. There's a guy that has an emotional support alligator. Although that would be kind of fun if there's a water hazard, you drop the alligator in there. Right. Let him hang out for a while. Yeah. The, prob- the problem for me is I have an emotional support gopher. Right. And so I can't bring that in. And that makes sense anyway, because you know what happens when you mix golf courses and gophers. <laughs> yeah. Sense, yeah. So you definitely can't do that. Definitely can't do hey that. Hey, guys, I'm what? just curious. Can we bring firearms and explosives? No, for the last time. You cannot bring fireworm, firearms, fireworks, or explosives of any kind to the Phoenix Open. I hope you're having a great morning. You're probably not having as great a morning as Allie, who's 16 today. You know, oh, that's mom, so nice. Kimberly called oh, that Oh, look in. at that, yeah. Want to say well, hi to... Let uh, Allie drive if, uh, if Allie's <laughs> 16. I'll let maybe, her drive the car to work. Maybe she is. Mm-hmm. Terry emailed us also and said, So, are we going to hear Brady this week? It's one of my favorites. Sorry, Paul. He is the G-O-A-T goat. Yeah, I know. I yeah. wrote the song because of that. Yeah. <laughs> so does it still have the, the Jersey stuff in it, no, no, too? No, 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 no. I've cut that down, too. I've just ah. I've gotten to the essence of, of really what it's all about. Let's get into the Super Bowl with feel Brady. here. Yeah. All right, here we go. Right. It's time. That's the thing about Tom Brady. You, yeah. you hate him because he's so great. But you, if, if somebody said to you Tom Brady was a free agent now, right now at 40, and he could possibly sign with the Cardinals, you'd make that deal in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Everybody wants to dump on him, but... Yeah, no, it's, you know. and everybody wants to call him a cheater and everything. Right. Nobody can get that. Nobody can get away with cheating that, that often much, yeah. and still win that often. It's just, it's such an interesting thing with the Super Bowl coming up. By the <laughs> way, they are swinging from Brady's nuts. Huge, huge on all the media. I mean, the media day is all about Brady and Belichick. Yeah. The, the Rams are being completely ignored. I, there's some interesting stuff. Tony Romo says he wants to spend a lot of time during the game, and he's going to be one of the commentators talking about the pressure. And we all know about the pressure. He said it's more than you could ever imagine. Well, it, what it would affects, he know about Super Bowl pressure? <laughs> he says it affects entire families. Sure. And, and and there's a guy named James Lofton who used to play ball. He's now an analyst. Yeah. He played for the Raiders and the Packers, won a couple Super Bowls, I think. He made a great point. He said, you know, each one of these games, these Super Bowls, they are condensed for the ages down into like two minutes of, of videotape highlights. Right. He goes, your legacy is completely dependent on how you appear in those highlights. Are you on the right side of the ball? Are you looking good in that highlight? Or are you the guy who missed the tackle? Are you the guy who dropped the ball? He said, it doesn't matter what the rest of your career did. When you look bad in a video highlight in the Super Bowl, that's your legacy. Well, yeah, I mean... um, 
interesting, we'll take it away from the Super Bowl for a second, but nobody remembers the fact that the Red Sox lost that World Series. They all remember that Carlton Fisk hit the home run and did the waving with his arms to try and keep the ball fair. He looks great. Right. Right? Yeah, he looks like it was a a, a triumphant, majestic moment, yet they lost the World Series in that thing there. Yeah. Um, Bill Buckner. I mean, baseball is really good. Michael Jordan making that last shot. Larry, Larry Bird making that last shot. Michael Jordan making that last shot from the free throw line. Craig Elo is the guy trying to defend him on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. He's forever the guy who breaks down, falls to his knees with his hands in his, with his face in his hands after Jordan hits that shot and they lose the game. Who caught Doug Flutie's miracle in Miami Pass? No idea. Gerard Phelan. But nobody knows who that is. Because by the time the ball leaves Flutie's hand, everybody's yeah. like, all right, there you go. That's the, that's the video. Yeah. That's the, that's the highlight. Doug Flutie gets all the credit in the world. He just launched that ball as far as he possibly could. Gerard Phelan was a guy that jumped up with like six other guys around him and made the catch. Yeah. Nobody remembers Gerard Phelan's name. Every, Flutie gets all the juice from that. And with the Super Bowl? The pressure to land on the wrong side or the right side of the highlights is even that much greater. So it's interesting Which, stuff. Have the, yeah, the Patriots did win a Super Bowl without. I was going to say, have they won a Super Bowl without Adam Vinatieri? And no, they didn't. I mean, I mean, they, they have now, but they they, have, they, they yes. won their first yeah. three because of him. Yeah, that's right. You know, and yeah. you talk about the greatest money kicker of all time, who choked out last weekend. Yeah. That's special time of day right now. This is a time when we can get the family together, gather on the radio, and feel good about ourselves because somebody else acted in a way that would necessitate us determining that they are the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yeah, and you can see this one at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. Of course, we can't stay out of Florida. Well, no, Florida's the gift that just keeps on giving. Plus, it's warm there right now as opposed to the Midwest. Yeah, this is Pensacola up in the the northwestern panhandle of the state. I think so, yeah. A lot of people refer to that as L.A., lower Alabama. Yes. So this is where we meet 38-year-old Freedom Zobrist. Of course. Freedom Perfect. Zobrist. They're about to have their name reclaimed, aren't they? So Freedom, she was having a bad Monday last week. She's making a fuss, raising a ruckus in the Pensacola Waffle House. Of course. Where else would you do that? A, well, actually everywhere in Florida. <laughs> a Waffle House employee demanded that she leave, and Freedom did, although she threatened to come back with a gun and shoot everybody. That's not nice. No. A little while later, Freedom did return, not with a gun, but with the same troublemaking attitude. The same employee told her, hey, you got to get out of here. Right, sure. Freedom You're not re- allowed to eat here anymore. Freedom responded by taking off her pants oh. in the middle of the Waffle House. The employee then escorted her out, but Freedom was not finished. I have one uh, burning question here. Yeah. Is she hot? <laughs> No. Let's just say the mugshot is probably not her at her best. Okay, then. Let's say that. Okay. You're way yes. too kind. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, so they escort her out, and uh, Freedom then repeatedly tried to grab the employee's crotch and repeatedly poked him in the chest while removing the rest of her clothing and dancing in the parking lot for all Waffle House diners to see. Yeah, if there's one thing that's about uh, I love about the Waffle House, they give you a lot of sides with each meal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also love the fact that now Waffle House is an adult entertainment establishment. <laughs> wow, this is good. Breakfast, yeah. you know. Obviously, police were called. Uh, Obviously. They, 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 they arrested her for indecent exposure and assault. So much for her name. Yeah, maybe, Yeah, exactly. And maybe this will be a wake-up call for freedom. When you are deemed not worthy of being in a Waffle House, <laughs> well, maybe that's rock bottom. Maybe. 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 With freedom does not always come responsibility. No. And by the way, 
Freedom's middle name is Ryder. Of course. <laughs> Freedom Ryder Zobris. That's a perfect stripper name. She doesn't have to change anything. Uh, nope. Freedom, freedom to the main stage. You suppose you suppose everybody when they meet her just does the Mel Gibson at the end of Braveheart. Freedom Freedom Zobrist. There you go. The Mark and Neanderthal. Dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Mark and Neanderthal. Checking on something to see, uh, we, we do actually kind of keep track of of what we did the day before and things like that on the show. And I'm, I think yesterday, Al, we we weren't talking about this. I, this is a very awkward entry into uh, what we want to talk about, which is losing a listener. Yeah, we lost a listener. Now, normally we don't sweat it because we figure, ah, you know, they'll be back, that kind of a deal. But this was a guy um, that uh, he passed, and 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 suddenly, and we didn't know about it. I uh, passed a couple of days ago. He used to call the show um, all the time. Like he, he was one of our first regular callers, like yeah. one of the guys we first were able to identify by voice because uh, he had a little bit of a southern twang to his voice. He was a, he liked to identify himself as rebel. His first name was Darren. Uh, we'll leave the last name out for uh, out of respect to the family as they're dealing with this uh, this moment of grief. But he was a critic of the show. He hated us. Originally hated us, yeah. like really hated the show <laughs> and would call us with really angry, vitriolic <laughs> comments. Just a just, little bit in the beginning, but he was always he always had a sense of humor about right. it. Right. And one of the things he says, you guys are so stupid, you probably don't even know how to pasteurize a cow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, and, and I never we'll, did learn. And yeah. now we'll never learn because because yeah. Darren left us uh, on the 17th. And that, that sucks. Or the 18th. I'm sorry. And we've been we've been using some. Like, we would record him occasionally. Right. And he'd say things for us on purpose that we would use later on. Yeah, so that we could get him to say the things that we really shouldn't be saying. But if it came from him, it was okay. But his voice has been popping up a lot the last couple of days because... We've been talking about things that you're not allowed to bring into the Phoenix Open. Right. You know, so, and I think this was from like a year ago. We recorded him saying this, and we've been using it over and over. Hey, guys, I'm just curious. Can we bring firearms and explosives? You know, and that was him in a nutshell. That little, <laughs> that little like four or five second clip was sort of the sarcasm and snideness that came from him. One of the things that, that Darren used to do uh, was he would crow about the fact that he was in the fishing hall of fame. <laughs> That's right. Because he had bought. He, and I love that. He had, he had, uh, uh, he held the world record for the largest round tail chub, chub, which we of course jumped on and made fun of. Yeah, um, but he was uh, uh, he was a regular listener, and like like Mark and I for the past forty five minutes, we just found out about this for the past forty five minutes have been kind of in a funk, like going, "Well, that sucks." Yeah, because like, we we had actually been wondering. Uh, you know, it'd been in like a month or so, and I I said to Paul the other day, I said, "You know, Darren hasn't called us in a while. Right, I hope he's okay." Yeah, and, and he used to call us. Like there was a point where. He went, I don't know, like three or four months oh, without calling us, and it turns out he was calling the old phone number and didn't know. <laughs> didn't know that we had changed the phone number. Right. So we heard from him. We're like, hey, man, uh, you know, how you doing? Where you been? He goes, I'm sorry, man. I had the wrong number the whole time. He yeah. Goes, he didn't tell me you changed the number. He also used to email our boss, Dave, sent Dave a paddleball game. For some strange reason, he used to like to bust Dave's balls about yes. the programming on the radio station. Yep. It's really, you know, and we're saying this all with a smile, and 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 that is not out of any disrespect. No, we no, really no. Did enjoy. We we talked to him a lot behind the scenes. He he's he's one of our um, dumbass of the day. He's actually people, two right? of them. You have two he, of them. We have the subtle one. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Right, you've heard that before, and then we have the excited. What I have, I have it saved. Literally, all of our little audio things for that are under the file. Beautiful, and it says beautiful yellow rebel 
I think that's a beautiful story you just told. <laughs> he just so, he yeah, loved you, to have fun. So yeah, and we had to mention it because he, you know, we we both really enjoyed him, and and you've heard him many times here on the show, and you know, it's one of the things that I love about doing this is that everybody's got a story. Right. You know, it does, they might seem like, and, and Darren didn't seem like an ordinary guy, but a person who seems like the most ordinary person always has a story. You know, and I was just reading Darren's uh, obituary, four siblings, four kids, five grandkids, Mesa High graduate. And I just loved the, the fishing stuff. He was an avid fisher and or fisherman, I guess. Yeah, I think say. so, yeah. And he's in the Hall of Fame. He had the world record for the largest round-tailed chub. Yeah, which we never, I mean, if you're going to have a record, we, that's it. We were always mentioning that to him. We'd ask him, hey, how's your round-tailed chub today? Yeah, we, also, yeah. we didn't believe him until it actually turns out it's true. Yeah. He was in there. So one, one of my favorite stories is that he there was, a, <laughs> there was a period where he wasn't calling us for a while. Right. And we're like, yeah, Rebel hasn't called for a while. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, he calls. And I said, Darren, we haven't called us in months, man. Where you been? He goes, oh, I was down in Florida. And I said, oh, yeah, what were you doing? And there's this small pause, and he goes, minding my own business. <laughs> As if to tell me whatever the hell I wanted, and that's my business and not yours. Right, and he would not, and I think on occasion, he would he would admit to being drunk, or at least drinking, at like 6, 7 in the morning, having a few beers, and he also... Uh, he was retired, he yeah, earned it. Yeah, and he crowed about, uh, crowed about his love life. On regular occasion, we made sure to keep that stuff off the air, right. just in case multiple girlfriends were listening at the That's time. Right. We don't know. No, we really enjoyed him. Uh, he was a good um, dude, and and it sucks when we lose a listener, but it's, I think it sucks a little bit more when we lose a listener like this because he was, you know, you might not understand it if you're a regular caller to the show. You regularly call. We remember who you are. We've met a whole bunch of you. Yeah, uh, and you do mean something to us. And yeah. to have somebody have somebody leave it, it, it sucks. So uh, to his daughter Tammy, who let us know that, thank you very much for letting us know, and our sincerest condolences to everybody in his family and friends. And also to everybody at the local 469 Pipe Fitters Union, of which Darren was a member. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Mark and Neanderthal. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX.